Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey, Toronto writer and commentator. Twice a week, I offer my take on the world, from craven politics and unchecked ambition to secret sauces, bitter loss, and fist-pumping redemption. The stories to live by. Quirky, high-style, tear-jerking, funny ha-ha, sometimes funny peculiar. My tales don't walk down the sidewalk and browse in the windows. They sneak into alleyways and come out onto different worlds. Alex Brown narrates each mini-podcast to bring to your ears what you see with your eyes in my twice-a-week blogs. And now, today's episode of Ramsey Writes. Cancelling Controversy Written by Bob Ramsey You'd think universities are where controversy could flex its delts. Isn't controversy a purpose of a university? To test out new ideas by debating them and see which ones survive perpetual trial by inquiry? Not anymore. Higher education isn't in the truth business so much as in the virtue business. The world I want, or rather want back, is one where I don't always have to respect your views. I just have to tolerate them, and you, mine. While few professors support ousting colleagues who hold unfashionable or even nonsensical views, like the idea that vaccines cause autism, I still think banning something because it will offend someone is about as valid a reason for cancelling it as a sudden rain shower is. I'm in favour of abortions and think anti-abortionists should also have the podium. I'm no fan of Israel's making life miserable for the Palestinians. But banning campus speakers because they're Jewish veers into anti-Semitism. Remember, 31 member states of the United Nations still believe that Israel has no right to exist. But lest you think that controversy itself is being cancelled in the academy, take heart. In 2018, three professors started a new academic publication whose first edition came out this April. The Journal of Controversial Ideas offers a forum for careful, rigorous, unpolemical discussion of issues that are widely considered controversial, in the sense that certain views about them might be regarded by many people as morally, socially, or ideologically objectionable or offensive. What makes the journal remarkable is that it is peer-reviewed, open access, free of charge, and, if need be, anonymous. Each point is important. All articles are vetted by an anonymous group of the author's peers to ensure the quality of the research and conclusions are up to snuff. It's also open to anyone to submit to or read, and unlike many traditional peer-reviewed publication, costs nothing to do either. As for anonymity, it lets contributors submit under pseudonyms in order to avoid Twitter trolls and professional ostracism. That said, if you want to keep your name off the masthead and let certain people know you're the author, the editors will confirm your authorship to hiring and promotion committees. When the three founders, Francesca Minerva from the University of Milan, Princeton's Peter Singer, and the Oxford philosopher Jeff McMahon came up with the idea three years ago, one group of academics cheered because it would free the discussion of issues around race, immigration, gender, and sexuality from social media mobs and cancel culture edicts. The other group of academics said it would act as cover for mainstreaming hate speech and simply confirm the idea of an oppressive, monolithic academy. Their views confirm my very point. They believe entirely different things. 
but no one is saying they can't express their views. If Volume 1, Number 1, is any indication of its editorial policy, the journal isn't exactly shying away from the key word in its name. There are articles on transgender identity, violence in defense of animal rights, and genetic influences on intelligence. My favorite is No Platforming, Defending the Defense of Stupid Ideas on University Campuses, said Professor McMahon. The articles show that these issues can be discussed in a rational way, without polemics and without denunciation of particular individuals. Our whole aim is to get people to discuss the ideas and not attack other people. The journal's editorial board is blue ribbon in any league and includes three distinguished University of Toronto academics, Rebecca Cook, Bernard Dickens, and Thomas Herka. But who's backing the journal financially? No agenda-seeking corporations or Bondian billionaires. It seems the founders are covering most of the publication costs themselves. They're also seeking donations to ensure that controversy lives to fight another day. Free speech is never free. But this is the bargain of the century. Today's Ramsey Writes was read by Alex Brown. For more information on Bob Ramsey, his work, and all the other things he does besides writing, go to RamseyInc.com. That's R-A-M-S-A-Y-I-N-C dot com. <laughs>